Pour off my fan. Turn on my coke. <laughs> turn on my coke. <laughs> You're gonna turn on your coke. <laughs> yes, I did not mean to say that. <laughs> Wait, how do you turn on your coke? By I to cover up my beard because yeah. I have a wasp in my There's house. There's a wasp in. It's like it's like Pete doesn't even need to ever be here ever again. Hey guys, it's Pete. <laughs> oh my God, it's Pete. <laughs> Pete's gonna hit us when you. Yeah, because you know he is. Yeah, it's just, it's a terrible imitation, but it doesn't matter because we all know it's him because we keep on saying his name. I'm just, I'm no, no, up, you you, uh, you do it pretty well, like seventy percent well. Serrating. <laughs> oh my god! Like you could tell that you're making fun of Pete <laughs> and when like when he's uh, hyperactive. And you could even comment on how he's doing it. But I I like that because that's a, that's a unique feature of him. <laughs> See, you know it's Pete. You can't be like, who are you making fun of? Or Dude, why, why, why does your voice sound like? What the hell? Man, I don't know. I'm done. What the hell? What? what the hell? What are you doing? What the Just hell? Just opening up news Where's stories. And why is Rosie O'Donnell in like an Xena Warrior Princess suit? <laughs> oh God! That's called that scary. You guys gotta warn me before you do that. I'm oh, you mean the place. stupid uh, Rosie O'Donnell in S and M gear? Yes. Nasty. Wow. Right, you, I put in the email. I said terrible picture. <laughs> is that even what it is? I thought she yeah, was like it's... I'm Xena. No, the it's Rosie O'Donnell. It, it's in the article. It says, uh, uh, bring on the sadomasochistic character dangling and the Rosie O'Donnell nomination. I think she's just skipping. a really big fan of the show. I also There's think she's terrible. Do. She, hasn't, she doesn't really have a career or anything. So she on. sent us a porn pic? Yes. <laughs> yes. Via Kotaku. <laughs> Can vaginas eat people? Is that what you just said? I'm confused. I, I think hers does. <laughs> <laughs> and Oprah's Whoa. like hers and Oprah's are gonna have a war one day. It's gonna be the no, it's, I think Oprah likes men. I think Oprah likes men, so that's different. But Rosie O'Donnell likes the women's. That is why yeah, still, you know, it doesn't stop them from having Vag War One. Well, that's, yeah, no. that's well, <laughs> that that's why Rosie's one. that's why Rosie's Grand Canyon likes other canyons as opposed to Kilimanjaro. So that's just that's my explanation. They're for just gonna have world. an army of Amazons and. <laughs> women and they're gonna charge each other and just start scissoring each other. And they should make a game called Fat Amazon. <laughs> In the, in the vein <laughs> he plays Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, starring Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, just to let you know, folks, in case you're wondering what the fuck this is, this is episode 132 of the Try Games Net podcast. Okay, keep going about Rosie. What? Oh, it is. No, yeah, it is. go ahead. I, I I thought this was the view from like <laughs> 1999. Can anybody tell me why do people play video games and Baba Walters and I have a to train to kill people? Oh God! <laughs> Who trained to kill people? I yes. have to train for the vagina war. Oh my god. Coming. Oh god, vagina war. <laughs> oh, Jeez. college students. Ah, uh, uh, no. Vagina war. Vagina 2017. War. It's coming. Rosie O'Donnell, Ellen DeGeneres, Anne Heche, <laughs> and Pat and from Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> hey, leave Dennis alone. He grabs more rebounds than you eat. Hey, cake. man. I'm just here for the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and the earrings. He, he, yes, Dennis Rodman is God. Hey guys, did you know that Excitebyte, Excite, Excitebyte, Excitebyte sold like 13,000 copies? Really? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. 
I quit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we we are supposed to be talking about games, but somehow we dovetailed into Rosie O'Donnell, which is kind of gross. This is all my uh, double entendre, double tail. Uh, no, uh, so that's Al. Hey, that's also Slunks. <laughs> what the fuck was that? And I'm your host, Mr. Chupon. I'll say it is 11:53. Saturday, May 16th, and uh, Supersonic, uh, we're waiting for you to choose the winners. I did upload the trial bite yesterday with the winning, not the winning, I'm sorry, with the uh, <laughs> list of people. That'd be bad. They all won. I'd be like, shit, it, like, I'm broke. <laughs> I can't afford all the all this braid. I'm going to yeah. have to go and, you know, uh, solicit uh, favors from Rosio. Donald. Whoa. It's all going to come back into her. By the end of this episode, something's going to come back to her. Yeah, I'm trying to look for the list of the uh, contestants that I sent, but I can't find it, and I should have saved it as a text file. So, uh, Supersonic, you're just going to have to listen to the Trilobite for, what's the date? Uh, the 14th, 14th. yes. Uh, and, yeah, because I'm an ass. But anyway, uh, if you haven't sent in your entry by now, then you're screwed. So, oh my god! It's too fucking yeah, late. Bitch. We have four already, and these four are worthy warriors. More not so great. But, uh, okay. So we have a mailbag, but since uh, these gentlemen don't have trilobites, what have you guys been playing? You guys can fight it out. Here you go, go Al. Funks Al- first. Al- I had a trilobite Al- from, like, two weeks ago. Nope. Funks first. He doesn't ever have yes, a trilobite. He's not a part yeah. of it. So he yeah. goes first. Damn it. Because yeah. the word trilobite I- makes me hungry, and if I tr- start, I'm going to get fat if I do trilobite. Trilobite makes well, you, you hungry. Trilobite's to. one of those little prehistoric, like, bugs. How does that make you hungry? You like bugs? You like protein? Biting. Because it had top and bite biting in. leads to intimacy. S and M Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. Is that what you've been playing? Uh, you've you've been Robert. playing Cobra Mission Three or whatever the hell that game was. Uh, well, I have a, quite a tale. Uh, some shits happened over the last couple weeks. Um, I mean, start off with summer. Mm. Summer. Summer as in. The girl or summer? The, in season. the season. But it's still spring. It's yeah, not no. here yet. But for me, it's summer break, and that's cool. Ah. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, last one's right. That means you get to play yes. more games, right? That means you get to be on, uh, like, Xbox Live, and we can play Rock Band or something, right? I don't know about that. We haven't done that in, like, oh, We've years. never done that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, we have. We got a million points in fucking, um... Xbox. Oh, yeah. It was, like, me, you, James, uh, and, uh, somebody else. <laughs> Matt? Yeah, Matt. Somebody was singing. I don't know. Yeah. Ashoku! No, Matt was playing the bass. And I was playing guitar. You were playing the drums. James uh, was singing. uh, No, it wasn't James. Ashoku! I don't know either. You have the screenshot. Why are we talking about this? It wasn't wasn't James. It's not uh, related to what I played in. (laughs) Dende? That's true. (laughs) Yes, probably Dende. No, it was. Anyway. Unless, uh, what's his uh, game attack? Never mind. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Oh, so so. What are you playing? Since the summer break has started, <clears throat> uh, he gets to play more. I played probably over the last six days. I've played probably about uh, thirty to forty hours in Warhammer Online. Oh God, I am back into MMOs. Uh oh. And really, oh, it, I I just enjoy the hell out of them. It's uh, I don't mean to say like them because that kind of categorizes uh. Warhammer Online as, like, a typical MMO, but, like, probably over the last six days, I've participated in over, 
you know, 20 or 30, 40 versus 40 battles, people trying to take over other people's keeps, and, like, cannons firing on my face and me dying a lot, usually, but me also keeping people alive. Something uh, moving? Also, the sound of a plane. Oh, I thought, like, uh, something was moving across the Oh, God, the, the vagina war started early. <laughs> <laughs> it's dropping canyons on you. It's dropping vaginas on me. I don't know. Sphincter-shaped what? Um... So playing a bunch of that, I picked up a friend of mine, uh, picked up Mirror's Edge for me, uh, what was that, yes, no, Friday, uh, for 10 bucks. Hotness. So 10 bucks for Mirror's Edge, I can get behind that. From where? Um, and I popped it in last night, and I decided that's going to be the first game of the summer I'm going to review. It feels pretty good to, I, I feel like that's a good pick, it's a short game, and, uh, it's pretty, uh basic, so not really overwhelming or anything like that, because uh, I started playing Grand Theft Auto 4, I got like halfway through it, and then stopped playing because of school, and now I want to go back into it, but I don't want to review it, because man, that's such an overwhelming game to review, so, yeah. I bet. Um, <clears throat> geez, what else? Uh, and then, really... Besides playing, not too much else, but the previous Saturday, oh. uh, I went to Games Day Baltimore, which was a convention that Games Workshop and Mythic was holding. Mythic is the creator of Warhammer Online. And I got to, uh, I brought a camera along with me, uh, planning to get interviews from everybody and just uh, recording the event and making a cool video to put up online. And then about 30 minutes in, my camera died. Oh, And I went, why did my camera die within 30 minutes? Because you dropped it. And I don't know why, but it just did. As in the battery, or it just stopped working? Yeah, the battery. Oh. And <laughs> it irritates me, because the camera was like, you have 120 minutes left on the battery. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I looked down five minutes later, you have 90 minutes left. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then I looked down again ten minutes later, you have... I'm dead. <laughs> you have I'm dead. <laughs> Um, so I have footage of me scoring a an interview with Josh Drescher. He's one of the faces of <coughs> Warhammer Online. He's the uh, associate producer. He's um, and also, I got a chance to meet Paul Barnett. Uh, oh, which he is an awesome, awesome guy. He's he's British. Uh, he's British and he's crazy. He's British, yeah. <laughs> um, he's British and he, he's he's one of the. Better creative directors I've ever seen. Uh, he appeared on G4 a couple days ago. He's been kind of everywhere lately. He's been on Giant Bomb and, and you know, Giant Bomb, bomb Podcast. Sorry. Most people know who he is, so it's pretty cool to meet him. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. I got to talk to him for about 10 minutes, got my picture taken with him, uh, on my crappy cell phone camera, not my camera because it was dead. Ha <laughs> ha! And, um,. Lots of wah screaming. I think we had a 50 v 50 wah off where we just screamed wah at each other for about wah. Yep, and uh, that's really about it for me. I think a wah off. Wow, you get prizes for that. Oh, and then final exams. Yes, they were giving Duh, away final exams. And then um, for wahing. Yeah, they were giving away. It was like 50 v 50, and then they picked the best one and give a prize, and then they would. Uh, take, like, the top 25 from each, and then keep cutting it in half until they had 1v1. And the very last winner uh, won, like, 
Something I bet you by the time you got to that point, instead of what you got, uh, <laughs> uh, I think probably about thirty to forty voices were lost. In Jesus Christ! How, how do you determine who wins a fifty v? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. Like, uh, like which side? But yeah, that's what I mean. How do you determine I mean, which side wins a screaming contest? Well, I guess it's whoever's louder. I don't know. Um, it's hard it's, to tell a, when you're on one side. Heavy meters, maybe, but um. <laughs> Probably something like that, but um, and they got two guys sitting on the side. Oh, th- th- these guys are louder, definitely. Yeah. These, um, they, yeah, it yeah. was kind of funny. I was looking for Paul Barnett all day. He disappeared for like two or three hours. I guess he was doing uh, shows somewhere hidden. Um, but when I was actually in the law off, I was screaming my ass off, and then randomly out of nowhere, Paul Barnett just like enters my right side vision, and he's like pointing to the other side, and I'm like, oh, Paul Barnett. <laughs> and then he ran. And then yeah. he, ran. he ran. Did Carrie Gusco show up? Uh, no, she was not there. But I, I was talking to a guy who works with her, of course. But uh, you mean Al? Oh wait, he used to. No, not, <laughs> not now. So a guy, James Nichols, he's a community manager. Um, he said that she sometimes come, makes it out to the events. So I was like, God damn it, I missed her. So. Carrie. Cog. Uh, also, squid kick. That's squid kick. Squid kick. Squid kick. Uh, I don't know cake, as in you eat. What's that? Oh, squid oh, cake made out of squigs. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a squig or either of you guys, but pretty much like a little. It's kind of like the well-known pet animal that is well-known in Warhammer. It's kind of a. It's like a small dinosaur. Oh, I thought in you meant squid. Yeah, it's uh, like a silly, humorous dinosaur, pretty much. Uh, a silly, kind of, humorous dinosaur. It's kind of like the Chihuahua of the dog family, I guess you could Get say. Get a Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. so it's a and, little dinosaur, uh, but it's got a big voice. Not yeah, a big that, voice, but it's got balls. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> had a, made out like a two-foot cake made out of it, and it was so freaking well-detailed. Squig Greenskins. How did it taste? Uh, we didn't get to taste it, actually. I'm um, pretty sure they did it like in the back for developers and stuff but yeah it was oh. yeah if i got a taste of it then that would have been cool but you know, that's was, what rosie said what <laughs> three thousand other people at the event so Heck, gross that's fantastic yeah moving on i'm done i'm slamming the coke i'm gonna turn on my coke you're slamming the coke you're... i thought you were gonna be like this that'd be bad <sighs> the thin white everywhere. line don't do coke, kids. Drugs are bad. Ow. Yo. Okay. You go. My turn. I didn't really get to play much this week, but I did. I played Xenogears at work. I did right, play Xenogears. I long enough to make up for you. And uh, <clears throat> I finished just one after 53 hours. Disc. It's a nice change of pace. Shut up. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm on disc two. And um, yeah. I spent some time yesterday fooling around with stuff. I bought Ninja Turtles Arcade for Xbox Live Arcade uh-huh. uh, for myself and a friend of mine. Cool. Uh-huh. Uh, I played through it yesterday and died on Shredder as I killed him, so I didn't get the achievement, uh-huh. nor the ending. Lame. So, um, and then I understood what the achievement meant, because the achievement was like, defeat, Shr- uh, defeat Shredder and live to tell about it. And I was, like, fighting them. And, you know, that game is just... For having unlimited continues, 
the enemies take off way too much life. I, I, it's much more life than they took off in the arcade. I guess they probably set it on like super, super hard, quote unquote, yeah. and you can't change difficulty. But they're like, well, there's unlimited continue, so there's nothing to worry about. But then you gotta beat Shredder and not die and continue. Like if you die and Shredder dies, you just forced to watch the continue timer go down. Um, I also played. Over my uh, night, of course, like I, I told these guys, I'll tell everybody. Da, 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 uh, I got da, home da, from da. work on Friday morning. Prepare to get your mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got home from work uh, on Friday morning, like really tired because uh-huh. I didn't really get much sleep over the week, like maybe five hours a day. So I went to sleep from nine in the morning to six in the uh-huh. evening, and woke up and played Ninja Turtles, and then made dinner, and then watched TV, bullshit, and felt tired, whatever. Then at like three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, I turned the Xbox on again uh-huh. and um I played some more live arcade uh-huh. games. I played Bion the Commander Rearmed Ooh. in which I made absolutely no progress. Alright. Uh-huh. <laughs> um then I played Braid uh-huh. and finished Worlds Two, Four and Ooh, Five. Cause I actually took the time to figure out the things uh-huh. that I could do, and uh, yeah, as long as it's definitely very rewarding uh-huh. when you finally figure out how to solve some of those yeah, it's... <laughs> You know, like for example, the the puzzle um, for the level the cloud bridge mm-hmm. uh-huh. in World Two. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm not talking about you, Austin. Mm. World Two cloud bridge. Yeah. yeah, and and how you had to get those last two pieces. I, that's that's why I was like, what the fuck? I don't understand how I'm supposed mm-hmm. to get blah blah. blah. And then the, I came those up. two are the only ones where you need to have the one piece to be able to do anything, and that's the only uh-huh. one in the game. But yeah, yeah. and I had mm. them, but yeah. I was just like, I I didn't realize until uh-huh. I. It's either A you accidentally st- followed it, or B like you have this stroke of. Like ingenious, suddenly. Oh, <laughs> oh. I yeah, I did a. I I was like, wait a minute, I'm standing on this. Thing. When I did, I I was <laughs> playing with a friend at the time. I'm pretty sure we punched each other in the face just for no reason because it was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So yeah, because it was almost we obvious. Felt so stupid after that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other one I couldn't figure out was uh, at the end of uh, I think it was World. F- it's either four or five where you have um. Do you remember which time mechanic you're doing? Oh, the duplicate? Yeah, that's five. It's the duplicate one. Uh, World 4, I think, is the duplicate, right? No. Or is World five 4? No, World 4 is the one where you when, when you, you move, move forward, everything moves forward. Yep. And move back, everything moves back. Yeah, so World 5. Um, there At the end of it, there's a piece that's high in the air. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first couple of pieces, there's like one of the little enemies, and you have to position them in certain places in order to get the pieces. But then the last one, you have to get them over to the end of the stage mm-hmm. and figure out how to get the last piece, which is up in the area. Like, what the fuck? How am I supposed to do this? And then I'm like, wait a minute. I could do this and that and then do that off of that. Mm-hmm. And then I got the piece. And I got the piece. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> the one where you, like, you let them die on your shadow. <laughs> okay. I was trying not to say it. Well, nobody will Yes, you, you make them dive <laughs> in your shadow and you mm-hmm. dive on him. By saying, you yeah, by it. saying that, nobody still knows. Hmm? Yeah, probably not. Mm-hmm. Everybody will forget by the time they actually get to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless they play today. Everybody's mm-hmm. skipping mm-hmm. ahead, so we're not talking about Braid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, skip ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so after Braid, I played Worms, and um, I just did the training for the achievement, mm. and I did some challenges. I got tired and went to sleep, mm. and woke up this morning 
What did I do this one? Oh, I played Dawn of War 2. Breakfast. Demo. Nice. And made breakfast, like, later, but hey, like Dawn of War 2 demo is awesome. How you like it? I like the game a lot. I feel like I'd like to buy it if I had money. Your face would buy and it and with maybe money. Time. But Same you know what's funny? Here, so. Playing that demo makes me want to play RTSs again. So now I'm like, hmm, I should go dig out the uh, RTSs I haven't played that I own, like Command & Conquer Generals and Command & Conquer 3 and um, Red Alert 2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, Red Alert 2? Yeah, because they have Red Alert 3 that just came out. Yeah. Um, we got to play some... Really yeah, because I mean, it, it it sucks that um I don't have time to really play RTSs, right. and I own RTSs that I've only played like the first level of, and I'm like, yeah, I still have Command you know, what the fuck? sitting on my shelf, kind of dusty. Yeah, sorry, Greg Kasavin. Yeah, sorry, Greg. Uh, I'll get to it. <clears throat> Trust me, Kane's the fucking man. Well, he wasn't on the team until uh the the no the alert three. Right? Sorry, Greg Kasavin. <laughs> no, for everything. No. For everything. Yeah, he apologizes. Come back to GameSpot. Oh, he, he, <laughs> he wants you to be his friend again, and, boom, and boom, editor in chief. Go make your own website called smallbomb.com. <laughs> Small bomb. And also, have your um, face this all week, as a final note, mm-hmm. final note, I played some um, Mad World, and Mad I passed that stage that was frustrating me. Just by like saying, you know, fuck all this shit. I'm just gonna kill everybody and not get the high score I want. And then a game like Mad World. The fuck are you doing, Austin? (laughs) Mad World. Oh, okay. I'm like, I can't hear you. (laughs) And a game like Mad World, that sounds like an acceptable strategy, so. Well, yeah, I mean, the the stage I was on, you didn't play Mad World, right? No, I've seen it, though. Okay, uh, the stage I'm on is um, in this, like, castle that apparently the mayor of the city that you're in had airlifted from another country and then placed into the city. Uh, Happens all the time. And, yeah, and along with the castle came zombies and shit. That, that also so, happens all the time. Yeah. So the zombies are very annoying because, you know, they don't die unless you cut them in half. Oh, or, the zombies or, or, are no, really even if you cut them in half, to, like if you cut them in half horizontally, really they crawl and you got to stomp them in the face. <laughs> but if you cut them lengthwise vertically, then they die permanently. And then, they, you know, they're constantly coming back. But what's really annoying in that level is that there's this enemy called the Deathblade, which is basically a Grim Reaper on rollerblades. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> After saying Deathblade, I think you shouldn't have to explain it anymore. <laughs> well, I have to, because Death I have blade. to explain how frustrating the Deathblade is. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, the Deathblade comes out two ways. Once, it just comes out every so often, and then it'll come up to you, laugh, and then swing his scythe and hurt you a lot. Shit. But then, it also comes out after it's announced. Uh, a zombie can grab you, and once the zombie grabs you, the Deathblade slowly comes out behind the zombie. And then it tries to attack you, and that attack is a one-hit kill, because he chops your head off. But Oops. in order to avoid the attack, you have to do a split-second split Wii Remote waggle, which is either the Wii Remote from right to left or up to down. And by the time you figure out which one you have to do, you're dead. So you die a lot. So a lot of the times you're like, uh, I hope this one is right. And then you, you basically, Jack throws the zombie onto Deathblade, then you got to kill him. So that means he can still inflict 
massive damage Every on you. Every time you throw it on the death blade. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of times I'm in that level and I lose two out of the three lives that I have before I get to the <coughs> based on this yeah. stupid ass shit. And, and then kills you. you know, there's a lot of really fun things to do in that level. And I don't mind doing them over and over again, but I just really wanted to pass it because I want to finish the game. And I can go and bullshit and get a high score later. But, um, you know, each level takes about half an hour to do or less. The time limits are half an hour. Then you get to the boss and the boss is like, uh, it's basically a whole bunch of muscle bound dudes with (coughs) skins. They call them the shamans. Mm -hmm. And the leader, the the actual boss guy, because he has a whole bunch of minions. Uh, the actual boss guy has this thing where he like screams and then he starts going like buck wild and that's the point where you get into like a QTE event type of thing if you counter him with the chainsaw or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then um, uh, he throws guys at you that he you know he commands them and tells them to go blah 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 go chase and kill him and you have to do a Wii remote waggle at the right time and sometimes it doesn't identify what I'm doing I'm not going to say you in general right. I'm going to say I and then I lose health and then I die with my last life and I have to do the whole shit over again so I, that that's what kept me on that level I'm fucking pissed but I passed that level and now I gotta do another level where the boss is uh, a Frankenstein monster I want to interject really quickly for a second if you if you skipped ahead uh, we're still talking about Braid so you're gonna want to skip ahead some more <laughs> <laughs> so about that braid level where you know he takes the the razor and then like cuts up the no go ahead I'm done oh no more braid Austin sing your song <laughs> no I've already sung uh, I've already sang it oh you're gonna say the lyrics Bob what you have to <laughs> is that what it wrote oh my god. That's what he sounds like. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be incomprehensible. I would not have figured that out. <laughs> wait, based on the words. Wait, let me. Wait, what? Oh, going faceballs. Okay, <laughs> yes. Going faceballs. And this singing leads us into another topic, Al. Um. Yeah, I came up with a sort of a contest. You sound so energetic idea. about your idea. It's not really a contest. It's more like a. Cool thing to do. I oh, hope I, th- that I thought you Our listeners okay. will do them. Yeah, do them. We should do them. But I was listening to another podcast, I uh, which I won't name drop at the moment. Uh, the Radio Chick Chick Cast, which you can find at the RadioChick.com, um, or via your, your local RSS reader. Rissus. Slash iTunes slash Zoom Marketplace. Anyway, Rissus. Uh, they had some contests. Are they British? Them. No. They're American. They're I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's real funny. <clears throat> they used to have a radio show and shit like that, and it's really funny. Talk about stupid shit. Um, kind of like we've been doing? Yeah. yeah, except they do it for like uh, 45 minutes to an hour a day. Yeah. We're we only like do it for half hours an hour. Okay. Yeah. Well, we do it for like three hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, they had a contest a long time ago when they were on the radio where uh, they had a contest. Did I just say that? Yes. Yeah. I did. Uh, <laughs> I am and I said the word. Oh my god, I'm on drugs. Um, in the so is this entire podcast? Right, stop it. Ray, um, have people. No, this isn't a podcast. This is um, a radio show that they had like years ago. They invited people to take the words from Gilligan's Island and transpose them onto a famous song, a 
completely, you know, different song. And they submitted them and they had a contest. And actually the people who won didn't do that. They made a song over the Gillingham's Island tune that told the story of what happened in the contest. But one of them that they had played on the podcast was um some some group or some guy uh who did the words to Gilligan's Island over You Really Got Me. Yeah, wow. Just sit right and, back uh, and you'll hear a tale. It was pretty funny. A tale of but fateful What trip. was funnier was uh, Radio Chick, she made one as a demonstration, which was basically um, the lyrics to Gilligan's Island over a Beatles song, which I don't remember, but that one was funnier. Anyhow, <clears throat> uh... No, <laughs> not singing anything over Mad World. The there is no was specific song. Sailing, <laughs> skipper, <Raven>. So my <laughs> idea is, <laughs> my idea is for people to come up with words to popular or maybe not so popular, but it's better if it's popular. Video game theme songs. Come up with words that are funny and describe what's going on in whatever song. So, for example, like, if, like, I, the whole reason why I spawned this whole thing was because I was thinking about uh, Mega Man and the different the songs for the stages for the different enemies. And the first thing I came on my mind was... I'm What? <laughs> first thing that came to my mind was, like, Magnet Man. And um, I'm not going to bother with... Oh, come on! Acapella. I'm not doing an acapella. Stick I'll to the reference. Stick it to the wall. Stick it to the... Stick it to... <laughs> anyway... Uh, I could insert uh, uh, the Magnet Man music underneath you if you want. No, I'd rather. I, no, I would rather make a real production of it <laughs> as a, like a demo, and maybe post it during the trial of it or something like that if I have time. But anyhow, with that short demonstration that Austin did was kind of what <laughs> I was thinking about. Basically, you take the melody of a song and you write some words that are hopefully funny, because funny is what does these things these days. And submit them to us, and we will sing it either on the cast <laughs> if we can, or we'll pre-record it and post it in the cast. Good. And uh, yeah, I got a, I got a balls like load of surprises for Flashman music. Remember how I said yeah. I quit earlier? Still applies. Yeah. You quit, still quit what? Okay. Everything. Okay. Life. Really? What? Life? What? When did you for say sure? you quit? <laughs> I can't stop time, so when you're having Fuck dinner you with your wife, so stick in my balls, stick in my balls, Fuck stick in my balls right so into her plate, because I can't stop time, so what? He doesn't know. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. I think Fuck You, Sonny, if the <laughs> Madden World oh applies oh to God. the podcast, okay. Tony would enjoy it. Okay, I beat, okay. <laughs> Alright, so I think we're... Um... We're, we're, we're done with that idea. If if you would like, <laughs> it, no, not if you like, motherfuckers listening to this. Sh- <laughs> uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, think Smoking about something that's unique. And jumping on shrooms. It'd be nice if we didn't get like you know eight thousand Super Mario Brothers theme song submissions because we already have like the only one, which is from uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which is lame. But um, maybe if if you could really rewrite the words to that quote-unquote song and make it better, you can submit that. But we want some ingenuity here. We want some songs that make us go, man, I haven't heard that song in years or something. Yeah. So Pick something write like some words. Listen Marble to some Madness. game music and write some words. Yeah, <laughs> see, you know, that, that second stage song, you can write some serious lyrics to that. that music Fire, flowers, actually opium. 
the mushroom is hallucinogen. Where has this podcast went? Where has this podcast went? Where is this? Do the Mario! Oh, God. I'm Ron Jeremy, and thanks for listening. <laughs> Eating all the mushrooms and turtle soup. Okay. Uh, I was actually almost fed turtle once, but I didn't eat it, so. Uh, mailbag. Twiddles. Super Mario Brothers. Eating balls and doing the drugs. And they are smoking mushrooms all the time. Yes, we're back at the mailbag. Uh, Mario Brothers theme song. You can't do it. You can do anything else, like... Uh, the uh, Mario Brothers 2 theme song. Like Cryon Conquest's second stage music. What? Uh, here's a mailbag from uh, Digimatrix. And first, he... And, and Supersonic, for if you're, if you're listening, um, this is the last of the uh, contest entries. He is nominated Interactive Voyeurism as the pretentious name for video games. So, yes. Uh, but That's his almost real... like an oxymoron. <laughs> It is an oxymoron. Well, you don't have to be interacting. I stroke my imaginary beard. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else when you said stroke. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> your imaginary what? Stroke my imaginary Bobo Walters. What? And and Rosie? Oh, I thought she said nothing. Letter. He says I'm using Prince of Persia as an example, but this is not about your opinion on this particular game. Nearly every single game, I get to the point of a game where I just stop playing. I'll pick it up maybe a few weeks or months later. I'll usually come across a difficult challenge or level and give up. Fuck that noise, I say, and I move on to some other game. With Prince of Persia, I completed it in like a week. No marathons, just playing a couple of hours a day. Not a commitment or anything. That's the fastest ever completion for a med student like me. With the frustration-free mechanics of the gameplay, I sailed through it in a very satisfying fashion. Never got stuck in a boss level, platforming challenge, or puzzle. Many people never complete the games that they have or take years to. All of our backlogs are screaming when we buy new games. So would you... He has four questions here. So would you like future games to have better pacing or for developers to find other ways for players to complete the game? That's one. Two, what kind of issues do you run into when you can't complete a game? Three, would you cry foul for future games to be made frustration-free with specific game mechanics? Such as the forward... Hmm, I don't know about this one. Such as the forward feature in the new Alone in the Dark game. Oh, wait, I do know about that one. I'll explain yes, it later. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and finally, did you find a particular game that you were able to sail through, like me with Prince of Persia? Okay, so uh, let's start off with that first question: Would you like for future games to have better pacing, or for developers to find other ways for players to complete the game? Uh, I think that's a given. Of course, we'd like it to have better pacing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would think that's the goal of any designer to have a game that's well paced. I mean, that to me, that is the one of the staples of good design: just have it well paced. Um, I guess that's relative, though. I mean, you can have a well-paced game that is difficult all around, so it's still hard to beat. It's just... Yeah, I, so, I mean, there. I guess there's more specification that's needed there, but yeah, I would like a better-paced game. Um, as far as encouraging players to complete the game, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm personally e fine with the multiple difficulty levels. If someone can't take the heat, then don't make them step out of the kitchen. Make them just lower the pilot light, and then we can all laugh at them, but at least they can still complete it. And turn off the it. pilot light and get the hell out of the house. 
Turning <laughs> off all the or pilot lights. Turn off the pilot light, get the hell out of the house, and turn it back on with a remote control. The house remote control. So what, what are your answers? I'm going to cheat. I already pre-wrote mine, like, um, <laughs> on his blog. Oh, okay. Because this was a blog entry, so okay. I'm going to read from that. But Oh, he cheated then. I'll save mine for last. Slunk? Uh. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> Are we just on the first question? Yes. No, he answered all. Oh, first I thought question. he answered first the first question. Too. First question. Oh. Just Jeez. the first question. The same will take forever then. Uh, yes. Be quick. Be spry. <laughs> yes. Yes is my answer. Oh my god. Two C's, two L's. Two C's, two L's. <laughs> Facebook. Two L's, two C's. That was my answer, yes. That's his answer. It's yes, Al. Go. Go and- <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that would be a valid answer for that. Probably question. the longest Wait. dead air on this podcast ever. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, I said in his blog, uh, I generally feel that games tend to be a bit shorter, at least be paced so that content is exciting towards the end. I find myself getting close to ends of games and feeling strung along, or feeling like I'm jumping through hoops for the devs. Some Zelda games are Wind Waker. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And I recently, I recently felt like that with God Hand. Main reason for God Hand's pacing issues, in my opinion, is the inability of the player to know how close to the end of the stage they are. Games like God of War are paced excellently, such that it's always exciting. You always, you also tend to know how close to the end you are based on the current status of game. Titties. 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 Wanna see some titties for I go anyway. <laughs> uh, that's from that same real trick podcast. Anyway. Uh, next question. Uh, what kind of issues do you run into when you can't complete a game? Uh, oh, that's an interesting one. I when okay, back in like college or or high school, I don't think it was so much difficulty as much as it was like just I just lost the attention span. Right. Um, there was this there there was this thing that kept on happening to me with Final Fantasy games that I didn't like that much as much as Final Fantasy VI. Let's say seven or eight for example, where um, I just stopped one day. I stopped playing it, and the next time I went to pick up a video game, it wasn't that. And mm-hmm. I kept on telling myself, I should go and pick that up, but I was just like, no, nah, you know what? This this particular part of the game just seems either boring or tedious or like it seems like too much work to go through right now. I'll get to it later. And actually the same kind of thing happened to me with Ocarina of Time. Um, as great a game as that is, there was some part where I was just like, and it wasn't – I don't know if it was a water temple. I actually don't think it was, though, because eventually I got so frustrated that I used the fact to get through it because I was just really, really that frustrated. And it's like, the game is not fun anymore, so I'm going to cheat. But it was either before or after that where I was just like, this – I'm just not looking forward to going through this part because, like, it's going to take all my attention and I don't have enough, like, focus for it. So I'm just going to do it later. And I never got around to it until, like, the next six months later. <laughs> right. Um, I guess you could qualify that as – you could – kind of tr- uh, lump that into the same area as difficulty because when you come to a hard part it kind of um, it, it kind of gives you, gives you the same kind of mental reaction as I don't want to deal with it now I'll do it later mm-hmm. so I guess right. I mean it's not that's not actually not difficulty but you're still answering right. the question it's an issue Right, that's what I'm saying is that like when it's uh, difficulty can be an issue and when I'm uh, diffi- like kind of un What's the word? Because like I do like challenge, but it's like right. difficulty that is frustrating, I should say, as opposed to mm-hmm. stimulating. Um, okay. 
I could say you 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 noted God hand, that probably got mm. frustrating, correct? Uh, no, that I was know about more that. I'm glick. Uh, <laughs> Prime time. That, that was some. It was close. It was like on, on the frustrate home meter. Frustrate. It was like you know, and and it said a frustrate meter has colors. So it was like green to yellow to fucking orange and red. God hand was like. Orange, mid orange. So it was still stimulating. Like I kept doing it, kept trying to beat the bosses because I knew there was a way. But in the beginning, it was like, "What the fuck? This boss is impossible." (laughs) But then you start to learn shit. So it's it. That's different. I'll tell you. uh, Here's a good example of difficulty, but me wanting to go on as opposed to difficulty me just stopping. Guitar Hero, uh, like the songs that trip me up, like Slayer, which I think that was the first song that tripped me up when I was going. Pretty blood. That versus Final Fantasy three, where I got my ass beat by this one boss in like a water temple. It's always water temples, isn't it? And like this is like water levels. There be like water temples. Wait, which is this Final Fantasy DS one? The DS one, right? And like I kept on playing, I kept on playing, and I was dealing with difficulty, and then I just got my smack. My ass smacked by this fucking boss, and smack I was like, assed. "Smack assed!" And then I was just like, "You know what? I'm just gonna put this game away for now because I, I I don't want to deal with it, and I haven't touched it since like September." So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to look at my shelf to see which other games are a good example. But uh, you guys, what uh, what are your faults? Think I'm the only one who hasn't gone. Uh, sticking my balls, sticking my balls. It's really hard for me. It's because I pretty much have this in uh, the self policy of. I don't buy a game to beat the one prior to it, right? So I have a lot of my uh, a lot of my games on the shelf beat. Oh shit! Um, and also, yeah, I, re- I review a lot of games, so well, mm-hmm. I used to. So mm-hmm. my games beaten there. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, the only one I can think of that I'm looking at right now is uh, Rainbow Six Vegas, the original. Oh. Um, I and was what was the this, issue with that one? I was in a <laughs> get this. I was in a casino. And uh, in that casino, uh, in Rainbow Six Vegas, yeah, that's the funny part. Uh, there's like two, there's a couple guys on the second floor, and then some dudes on the first floor, and we kind of had a maneuver all, along the left side. Um, and there was kind of like it was kind of like these points in cover, which there's cover, and then to get to the next room, you have to kind of go through this open little bit at, into the next cover. Um, and trying to get over to that open a little bit, I like I would send my guys over there, and then they would run no. through open, and then just fucking like run out into the open and be like, "Shoot us, we're idiots!" Oh, I'm down. Can you help me? You're the only playable character that can drag me over and heal me. Uh. So, so it's it's kind of I guess the uh, the AI in this case, or <laughs> that's yes, yeah, the AI is. Ah, uh, it made me play. Stop playing the game. That was the, that's really the only game I can think of. Uh, everything else I'm looking at, I'm like, no, um, be, maybe. Nah, but like really in terms count. of issues in general, like that would be the AI, like shitty AI that like yeah that just frustrates you. Yeah, shitty AI I just can't deal with sometimes. Uh, also, like com- uh, to bring back Company Heroes, I talked about the shitty AI like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> tank. Can you back up so you can get the hell out of there? Sure, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. turn slowly around so you guys can shoot my back and I die. Blow up multiple times. Anyway, yeah. That's Ow. It. Ow. Um. Right. All right. According my to my response on uh, Digimatrix's blog, 
Um, I say that only Final Bosses would make me stop playing the game. Mm, okay. If a Final Boss is unbelievably tough to the point that I can't learn it, or if the gameplay mechanics make a Final Boss quote-unquote impossible, or if losing to a Final Boss results in unreasonable backtracking, I'm looking at you, FF3DS. I would concede and possibly consider that game done. And there are very few games that make me do that. And I do recall, I think the first game to that I recall like in my non-kid days, although I was still a kid, to make me do that was uh, Star Trek 25th Anniversary for PC. Mm. The last boss in that game was so tough. It was a, it was like a, you know, Enterprise versus some Klingon ship. And, uh, it wasn't a Klingon ship. It was like more like a prototype Klingon-ish, some shit you've never the seen. Rosie before. O'Donnell ship. Yeah, exactly. In space. And, it's a giant um, pair of legs. And it would go so much out faster than you. Shut up. It would go so much faster than you. And vagina, you Rosie. weren't able to really catch up to it. And the way the game was played was through, it was like you were the camera inside the Enterprise, so you could see uh, the crew and and the screen. Right. So you're basically looking at the screen. It's not like you were looking at the back of the Enterprise or anything. Uh, and I think on top of that, like with the maneuverability and everything, how you know hard it was to actually keep up with the ship. I think my uncle's computer, which is what I was playing on, was probably too Master slow. Mike. To, uh, no, not that one. Uh, not Mike. <laughs> um. I think it was too slow to really play the game at a respectable speed. So um, I was complaining to him because I actually, this was a hand-me-down computer that he gave me and he had a better computer. So I was playing it on, which technically was my computer. I complained uh-huh. to him saying, oh my God, this boss is too hard. I can't understand that. Why, why is this boss so hard? And he was like, look, man, that boss is just impossible. I quit playing. So I quit playing. Um, that's that's like really the most recent thing I've I've always been a headbanger quote unquote I've been the one to just really keep on trying to do something that's extremely difficult until I finally do it like fucking Freebird Freebird I was never able to really do parts where it's like you know the three fingers yeah, the music numbers three two one two three two one two three two one. I, I can't do that. But I managed to beat, uh, you know, that song, which was fucking eighteen minutes long. Now I have to, you know, I'm I still one day I'm trying to dedicate myself to beating Green Grass and High Tides, which has the exact same shit. Mm-hmm. And with Rock Band One's shitty uh, hammer-ons, I I couldn't beat it without the um, guitar here guitar. Yeah, so I and I would probably wind up playing it with the guitar hero guitar. Band I'm I'm no no no, I gotta beat Rock Band One so I get the achievement. Oh right, that's right. Um so I gotta use Rock Band One's engine but I can't use Rock Band One's guitar. Which right. is weird because I like playing Rock Band Two or Rock Band One's guitar, although I really wanna get I think I might wait and get the Beatles guitar instead of getting the Rock Band Two guitar, depending on if it's better. Mm-hmm. But still playing stuff is is tough like I I picked up Rock Band 2 sometime last week or early this week, and I was playing like some Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff, which was really fun. And then I also played, um... oh, I played a Megadeth song, and I was doing like finger tapping and shit. And it was like I could not do this with the Guitar Hero guitar. Yep, like a Megadeth. Wah, wah. Third um, question: Would you mm-hmm. cry foul for future games to be made frustration-free? With specific game mechanics such as the forward feature in the new Alone of the Dark game. And for anyone who doesn't know, 
Uh, the Alone in the Dark game actually works like a DVD, where you can skip ahead to chapters and episodes. So on the front like title screen, like you can open up like the episode list or whatever, the chapter list, and you can actually skip stages from the wow. outset. But so to me, I mean. that doesn't say specific game mechanic because that's not part of the gameplay. So, it's not like too hard. Skip this. Right. I mean, what what I'm saying? No. What what I'm saying is it's not part of like um your uh it's not part of how you're playing the game. So it's not like a like in like in Braid. Yo, he got that Tom rewinding potion that never run out. It it, it doesn't have a mechanic. Okay, so you're saying like there is is there's no innate ability for the player to the, do yeah, it in game. Like yeah, the so I would not yeah. able to do it. So. Yeah, I wouldn't call it, so I, that's why I don't call it a game mechanic. Much like how in Strider for PlayStation One, Infinite Continues isn't necessarily a mechanic. It's a benefit. Um, yeah, so I don't mind that. I don't mind having something external where the player can be like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to, you know, this is outside of my character's abilities, and I just died. So I'm going to skip a chapter, or I'm going to, 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 to press start to continue infinitely. What I do kind of mind is like, well, I don't want to say that I mind this in general because like sometimes it can be applied well. But if it's not applied well, like adjusting AI that makes things way too easy, for example, like rubber band AI mm-hmm. in a racing game. Dear God. Like, that I'm way behind. If I'm way behind, that means I fucked up and I should be way behind and I should restart the level because I messed up. I shouldn't be made to go, oh, here you go. I also hit it vice versa. I think I hit it. When you're doing well and they're like, if you're kicking their ass, you should be kicking their ass. And like, I mean, that that's that's fine if you're talking about NBA Jam and, you, and you're in the arcade. It's an arcade machine. They're trying to steal your money, but like, mm-hmm. thank God they let you turn off that in the home versions. But like, um, I would cry foul for... It depends on what the mechanic is, I'll say. Um, can you guys think of any... Well, first of all, you guys answer the question. I'm going to try to think of any mechanics that have come I, across. I would just cry. Uh, that's my answer. <laughs> my entire answer to that question. Okay. My answer is, uh, I understand why an easy mode button, if the Ford features used to skip puzzles, I didn't really know what it was. Um, I thought it was a too hard, skip me. Kind of right. Button. No, it's 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 more like a chapter thing. Chapter thing. Okay. Uh, well, I said I understand why an easy mode button should be implemented and I'm perfectly capable of living with it. I just won't use it. Right. It's not exactly. a problem to me if someone else uses it unless I know them and I want them to experience all of the game's content, which is like you know if I give let lend somebody a game or I want somebody to experience a game and I have I watch them play it and then yeah. they're frustrated with something and they want to skip it. I'm like, come on. You can do it. And I know the answer or the solution, but do I don't want to tell them. I want them to figure it out. And they ask me shit. Or they look at game facts. You know, that kind of thing. And yeah. what's even worse is when they look at game facts and try to be sneaky and I find out. <laughs> well, if they can't pass I check it. I out their cookies if and I'm like, porn, porn, porn. Game facts. <laughs> <laughs> porn, 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 game facts. They're like, okay, this is titties. That's all right. Oh, this is ass. That's all right. Game facts. Come on. Come on. Really? Game facts. Well, um, my like, only thing is no. that um, I, when I'm watching someone play something, I usually give somebody something as well within their means. So I don't want them to cop out when I know that they can do it. Sometimes, like, well, I'm not uh... mentioning any names, but sometimes I've given people things and then at the first drop, oh, I can't do this, go to Game Facts. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like if somebody's yeah. stuck on something for two weeks and they're like, you know, fuck this. This is not Tell fun me. anymore. And I'm like, all right, don't fine, buy I'll your you. friends 
Braid. Is that Geralt? What? Never mind. I oh, oh no, 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 no. I, I, I didn't understand. I thought you said, is that my alt? Like, no. sorry, MMO flashback. Here, here's, here's one uh, mechanic that I was thinking of that I actually don't mind for Frustration Free, and that's akin to the easy button for you. Um, Fable 2 has like a... Is it Fable 2 or something else? I think it's Fable 2 that has kind of like... You know, the whole big joke about Perfect Dark Zero was that the level design was so shitty that they had to put like arrows to tell you where to go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fable 2 has that as well, but only if you press the Y button or something like that. Oh, that's kind of like Wolverine. So, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. So you don't need it. it. I was all like... But well, you... Oh, I'm sorry. It should, should I talk? <laughs> what? Uh, we all talked <laughs> at the no, same time. No, because I was still going. I, I wanted to talk about oh, Wolverine. I was, I was still going. Everybody's I was saying like, you don't need it, but you can use it if you want. But like you said, if you don't want to use it, you don't have to. I mean, I feel like... um. There, there are some games that kind of like spell everything out for you, yeah. like, and then they highlight the different locations in different colors, in the text, and it's like, oh, maybe you should go to, and this is kind of like what Zelda does all a lot, and it doesn't really bother me because like, I I kind of read the text really fast and don't pay attention too much to it, and so like if I miss something, I'll just go back and talk, but like, you know, for some people who are just like, I just don't know where to go, and then they highlight every location in like bright red text. I'm like. <laughs> Are we really that dumb? And it's not me so much crying foul over it as much as, like, give us a little bit more credit as gamers. Come on. Yeah, actually, not that dumb. Actually, to add, Army of Two has the same thing, and I think I, I actually hate it because it just it just shows its bad level design, really. The arrow? Yeah, it's like you can pretty much have it the entire game like that, and it's just like, well, the level should be kind of pushing you through, not like some arrow, but this isn't a driving game. Yeah. The Prince of Persia thing to me, the new one, and Al, you can verify if I'm correct or incorrect because good. because I haven't played it. But like the concept, and this is I'm only judging by the concept, so I'm not judging the game itself yet again because I haven't played mm-hmm. it. But the concept to me, I don't like it. I don't like that it's very lenient on you when you die. And actually, the same thing can be said about Two Human. I don't like that you die and you respawn right there. Oh. And it's like okay, nothing, nothing really. Happen to, and I know that's not the same thing as in Prince of Persia. Let me change my example then to Two Human because that's what I was thinking about. Like well, you no, die, Two Human is is pretty much just the same because you die in Two Human yeah. and then you respawn like back right outside there. of the battle. You don't respawn like right in the middle of the guys. Right, but you're but, close enough. Yeah, close enough. Like with yeah, Prince of Persia, you basically and then, respawn. And then the Valkyrie comes <laughs> down. And it the main topic. Tucks its takes. wings in and picks you yeah. up. Bends his <laughs> knees and shoots. I'm selling that game. I'm gonna review it. Sell it back. I can't uh, look at the texture. Oh, God. Oh, but um, yeah. what I was saying is, that Prince of Persia, what it does is it um, if you were falling in the middle of an acrobatic trick, it takes you back to the beginning of the acrobatic trick. Right. So it's kind of like two human yeah. in the same way, but I don't mind that because um, I don't know. There's just something about that game that just makes you. Feel so comfortable and everything well, that it everything does that feels it, yeah. comfortable. I've got you, baby. It's like every, everything that I've heard about it is just like, well, it's all right because it's more of a game where it's not like about the challenge, but it's about just enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I, which is why, like, when I play it, I, I, I need to make sure to go into it with a mindset of like, I'm not really looking for a challenge today, so I'm going to play. It's kind of like playing. Pixel Junk Eden. It's like, I'm not really looking for a stressful game today. I'm just going to sit back and play it. And because it's nature as like a platformer, like automatically my brain locks into, oh, this is Prince of Persia. You yeah. got to do all the acrobatics and be challenged. But I think it's different if you fall and die and you just respawn pretty much, you know, seconds prior. That's not like 
defeating challenge. That's just defeating frustration. I think if I fell off and died, it was reset at the end of the level, or at the beginning of the level, like, that's just frustrating. That's not challenge at all. Right, but I guess what I liked about the Sands of Time is that, like, yeah, you could rewind, but you were limited, so you'd have to fight and earn your way back. And right. that's what I liked about it, is that it, even though it was pretty easy, it would still, like... Like, all right, well, we're not going to make it a cake. We're not going to just respawn for you. You're going to have to rewind time. And in order to rewind time, you have to have done well in the game before. A time rewind And it's not just that never run out. But, um, okay, did you find a particular game that you were able to sail through like me with Prince of Persia? Go. Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> Cheetar. Uh, oh, you were talking to me. I, I couldn't. I said I sailed through many games. I can't recall any painless ones from recent times because I've been playing a lot of tough games recently. But mostly yeah. RPGs these days have been becoming less difficult to play and just more time consuming. You know, there's nothing nice hard reading. about nice RPGs reading anymore. off the block. I would say, um, I don't know if this counts. Final Fantasy IV for DS, because while you say there's nothing hard about RPGs, there is still an element that makes it slow for you, for for you, for me right. at least. Like Dragon Quest IV, which is not necessarily difficult, but that's just because RPGs require you to grind, and grinding is not difficult; it's just time consuming. Right now, and that makes it, and that ma- and that makes it difficult to sail through. That's yeah. different, I think, because I think that well, that's not different, but it's sort of different. <laughs> what um, I'm thinking of when I think about difficult RPGs is when they put you in difficult situations where you actually have to use strategy and not just beat the guy before oh, yeah. he beats you. No, you don't see that much anymore. I'm, but I'm saying in the context of his question, oh yeah, yeah, is yeah. that even even easy RPGs can be difficult to sail through because like. When I when I think sail through like Prince of Persia, I think all right, I'm just playing it, and I don't have to expend any mental, physic, physical, any mental or in or or um or tolerance effort. I think to it pass is, it. as of like just with like with, hold on, hold on, like with yeah like with Dragon Quest Four, I'm like I have to sit here and grind, and this is going to take me a long time. Right. With with Final Fantasy Four, it's like no, I could just go through it, and and maybe that's because I'm so familiar with the game that any time I play a port of Final Fantasy Four, it goes by so fast. So I don't know if that counts. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I didn't have to do that much grinding in Final Fantasy IV. I mean, I did speak to you about it, and I said that I kind of did, but it was more on the lines of not I need levels, but just I I like fighting. I, I, I it, it wasn't like I think Final Fantasy IV was more on the lines of uh, you stick around here and fight a bit, and then you just move on. Not you can't move on until you stick around here and fight a bit. Like Dragon Quest Four is. Here's one thing I guess you could say I sailed through um, Kirby's Canvas Curse, which took me years to finish. But that's because I stopped playing it and I just never went back to it. If you if you summed up the amount of time that I spent playing that game and like and just put it in, and just took away all my attention deficit disorder, I probably would have sailed through that as well. Um, God of War, I believe I finished in God of War Two. I finished in three days, or or a week maybe. Good God. <laughs> and two and two human, I finished in two days. I'm still not finished with two human, but I'm on the last stage. Um, that was a good question. Um, next one is Supersonic '97. We're not gonna get to the news before Al has to leave. But can I kick it into a pre- no two most oh. <laughs> <laughs> no no. <coughs> Second question: Most all com- contemporary and retro video games have in common. What essentially is the same system of life and death? Oh shit! You... Here he goes. Here he goes. He's gonna do it. What? He's gonna do what? it. Let me finish the question. Make a confusing question. I don't think yeah, it's confusing. I, it. I think confusing. he is. You die. You die and use another life until you either run out of lives or grow weary of the game being played. 
To which philosophy would they describe this phenomenon? In other words, what would you call it if someone actually died and shortly after was reborn, personality and all intact? How about if someone died and just poofed into the position that they were at the time of their death? Uh, like, too human? Uh, no, absolutely not. I would hate that. Um, wait. You die, there has to be some consequence. No, wait. I think he's saying, what philosophy is that? Like, what uh, would you call that? What would you call dying and respawning? having another life? I mean, uh, philosophy. That's, respawning is not a philosophy, I don't think, is it? I'm going to make it. He's going to make it a philosophy. I'm going to make a religion, The too. art of respawning. Um. Oh, that's that's a good, that's a good point. He was asking. Well, I, uh, dying and poofing into the position, like I can describe that to philosophy, where there is no consequence to your actions, and that I do not like. Um, if someone was died and shortly after was reborn, everything intact. Um, I is that, is he saying the same thing there? I think he's, he's talking about reality. Things. Like if this was something that was applied to reality. Right. Right. No, I know, and that's why I'm saying that that's basically telling you that you're ascribing to the philosophy that oh. There is no consequence to what you do, and I, I'm just trying I to think determine that, if, that you can you can what, interpret it that way. That's what I. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, what I was asking now is, he says, what would you call it if someone actually died and shortly was reborn, personality and all intact? How about if someone died and just pooped into the position they were at the time of the death? And I, th- I, I was uh, what I was asking was, was he contrasting those two, or saying that those two were pretty much similar and just upping the ante? And I, I guess it's the latter, but in both of those cases, yeah, it's like, it's it. it, it it's basically saying that for me is like, you, you know, you can kind of do whatever the hell you want because nothing is going to happen to you. Or like the more lenient way of saying it is you are given the freedom to experiment true, without fear of penalty. Um, if, if you want to translate that back into video game terms of what do I like and don't like, I kind of don't like that because I think there needs to be a sense of ur- – I like there to be a sense of urgency, at least. So I don't want to be pooped in the same position. And I think, wasn't it Fable 2 that said that if you get the shit kicked out of you, you respawn there, but, like, you're disfigured for life? Something like or that. Or was that, was that, was him ju- was that Peter Molyneux just saying that that's a possibility in a future game? <laughs> that like that said, could be true. No, I think it's true. It's just that the part that was taken out was the fact that you have to, like, experience that in, like, slow motion or some shit. Like, your ass getting beat. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. So they were um, all like, oh my god, we can't do this because it forces people to, you know, wallow in their misery or their failure. No one can fail I, anymore. Yeah. It fucking sucks. And if, if, we're, if we're talking about the first half of his question, you die and you lose another life until you run out of lives, that would kind of just be like in baseball. You three strikes and you're out. You got three chances to do this right. We're giving you some leeway here, and it's up to you to figure out how to best you know, use that leeway. You can't figure it out, then you deserve to, you know, go under. So there's less consequence for your actions, but it's still there. Whereas in a game, like, like, dude, nowadays, like in games that, that aren't very, like, uh, easy or, or forgiving, you don't even get three lives. You get one, and then you have to start over from a save point. Yeah, which basically like, have you, means that that never happened. Yeah, have you noticed that, like, the old Wolfenstein 3D, I think, gave you three lives, didn't it? Mm-mm. No. No, you had save point. You die, you die. And like then the original, like two, two and a half D. I could have sworn that there was a lives counter in the screenshot. Maybe but in a Doom console game, but not on the PC. But Doom took away that, and it was like, wait, I only have one life. So it was, you know. But anyway, what is your, what are your answers to his philosopher? Um Yeah, yeah. See here, lives. I'm gonna. Huh. Uh, <laughs> what was that all? Yeah. 
You have three lives in Wolfenstein 3D. In what and then you get then you get like one ups. Wolfenstein 3D. Oh wow, yeah, that's weird. I, I always is, like I guess I rely on saves because I didn't want to lose my weapons. But the, but I mean that kind of shows you how the mentality is today is that like we forgot that there were lives in that game because no one uses lives anymore unless mm-hmm. you're talking about like an old school game. So it's like weird. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I, I would say that if I was to make up a philosophy, because of course there's no philosophy that uh that explains this phenomenon because it's not real but it'd be oh, something okay. like revisionism where <laughs> you go and you fuck up like you OD on coke or something I, and t- let me time out just for a quick hmm? second for both of you I don't think he's necessarily saying that he wants you to equate it to like a scholarly philosophy that's been taught I think it's just like a way of thinking is that is, is all he's saying that's what I mean oh I thought because you were like you're like revisionism well yeah like, I'm making oh. up the word Oh, you're because you can revise <laughs> that was, what happened. It sounded real. Oh, Shit, it sounded real. You could you could be a philosopher. Oh, nice. I can do philosophy. Philosophy. Um, asshole. <laughs> what? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, ahead. yeah. So, like, you know, you you go through life and you make stupid decisions and you wind up ODing on coke and Tom rewind a potion. Just, uh, Axel Rose. So. No, more like no. That's not coke. That's heroin. I was gonna say Nikki Six. Uh, uh, Nikki Six got revised. Because he actually died and came back. Is that what they call therapy now? Revived. <laughs> Revi- he has two lives. <laughs> and he's living the second one as if it was oh, his God. last. Um, but, yeah. Well, technically, yeah. I guess you could call someone actually dying and shortly after being reborn personality and all intact real. Because that does happen. People flatline yeah. and then they come back. But um, if somebody died... And <laughs> say they like came back, and their old body just kind of like whittled away very quickly or decomposed or something like that. Uh, I think that that would really suck in this world. What? In in not even in this world, like in this time, because I think if that was well, unless bully, people are smart bully. enough, if this happened like in the old times where there was no technology then people wouldn't really take advantage of it. But now, I mean, people would be doing all sorts of stupid shit. You probably see people just falling out of the sky <laughs> just because they want to, and then they'll get right back up. Yeah. So, Remember how uh, I said I quit earlier? Yeah. Three. I just watched Woody Allen's Manhattan. I've never been so aesthetically pleased in my life. Are there any games you've played that have profoundly affected you on an aesthetic level? I remember Slunks wrote an interesting post regarding the effect Okami had on him. Maybe that was awesome. No, I think that was you, Slunk. That right? was me. You didn't play Okami. <laughs> I, I played it. I didn't finish it. No. I played it for an hour. You didn't play it. I played it for an hour. You didn't play I didn't, it. I didn't play it, but I played it. <laughs> so many games are on that list for me. Oh, man. That's actually why I play games. Um, yeah, Okami, uh, Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey is probably one of my favorites to really Yeah. make me feel... Like, uh, I love playing games. Um, Spooge in your pants. Yep. Uh, Mass Effect. Oh, man. I just had one in my head. You like slideshows? Hmm? You like slideshows? <laughs> you said Mass Effect, so mm-hmm. I had to... Mm-hmm. Uh? 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 Ow. Oh, chicken go cluck cluck go. Um, the only game that I could say now... also was as aesthetically pleasing to me that I could actually say, wow, man, I just enjoyed looking at this game, is um, the new Prince of Persia. 
I don't think I've ever really said that about any other game as its sticking point recently. But that game is it sticks out like a sore thumb that has makeup on it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I'll take this question in a different direction since, like, you could say that about many games, like Slunk said, um, in my library. Uh, I will go with the one that really just kind of hit me across the face, um, with the, with its aesthetics. Like, there are many games I was just like, oh man, this is aw- these are awesome graphics, but for, the first one that gave me that, like, chill, I think was Chrono, and I've said this before in other moments that are memorable, but it really applies here. Uh, Chrono Trigger, when you first find the Kingdom of Zeal. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I know I've said this before, but those who haven't heard it uh, from previous episodes, it's like you're, you're in that freaking ice age, and it's all desolate, and people are like wearing scraps, and they're huddled around That's fires. That's where I'm at right now, actually, for warmth. Um, and like it's the snow is blowing, and it's all cold, and it's like the the music is all desolate, and like the wind is blowing, and then you find this cave with like a beam of light, and you step into it, like the music gets all like like ethereal and like. Majestic, the, the the orchestration of the it sounds really good, mm-hmm. um, and it's just it's the, the the that track actually that that piece of music is one of my favorite in all of you know Square RPGs like it, it is fantastic, um, and then like you look at it and it's like an island in this and it's not particularly well rendered, it's just because like the map screens in Chrono Trigger weren't all that fantastic they were okay they were fine they were normal, but like just the fact that it's a city in the clouds. And that there's running water, and it's 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 set to the backdrop of this music, and you just come up from like the shits, and it's you know, <laughs> and, and like there there's there there cat there's the castle and like thriving towns, and you're just looking at it, and you're just kind of like wow, this this transformation is just really beautiful, like on an artistic level, and that's the first time that's the first one that really smacked me across the face, like Final Fantasy IV, which like. The game itself gave me that entire feeling, but nothing about it was because of the aesthetics. It was just the entire experience. This was the first one where the art was just like, boom. Like, even even though I think Final Fantasy VI had on-par graphics, like this one, the situation that it put me in was like, um, was that one that, like, I guess what, what Supersonic is describing with, like, Manhattan. It's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just a moment, though. So I don't know if that answers, answers the question necessarily, because it's just one moment. Um, it, uh, yeah. It does. I mean, Val- oh, yeah. Before you go on, I, I, oh, really wow. quickly, when I, when I popped in Valkyrie, uh, Valkyria Chronicles, that was also just like wow. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you see it in motion on the TV, not just screenshots, but you see it in motion, it's like it's really nice. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I didn't say anything. Huh? I had uh, uh-huh. one more that's out of the dump set. Uh, I didn't <coughs> even think about uh, the darkness in such a different style. Yes, 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 mm. yes. Dear Never God, never played that. Yeah, just God. beautiful. It's just yeah, the the aesthetic feeling of it. Uh, it's pretty good. It's cool. de- I would it's take definitely weird because it's you know it's definitely a gritty game. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, I love Okami in this way. Oh, and also the darkness. That's that's pretty cool. Though. It's a wide <laughs> yeah. range. Yeah. I would also say Crisis, but because it's it's beautiful on account of it's realistic, not because it's like artfully different. So right. I'm not gonna put that in right. there. Oh, McDove, hey. Hey, try guys. I thought that instead of asking you guys to bring back the old bag of deuce, that I would just ask you what your bag of shit entry would be for this week. Go. Um, oh shit. Dragon Ball Evolution for PSP. <laughs> and I think that needs no explanation. Square, 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 you square, win. square, square, square. Let you, you win. The game. No, you I don't win. win. Go. Oh, oh, square win. Yeah. Bag of shits. You guys. Damn. 
I don't know. Um, I don't play bad games. Well, I, I, it could just be back from the well of bad games that you. Uh, Bliss Bliss Island for the 360. You had to review that shit. Bliss so, Island. Yeah, yeah, that was for the arcade. Nobody even knows about it. It was really bad. That's bad. All I'll say because I don't really, wanna, really bad. I don't want to really be re-traumatized. No, we I think I went into a coma for about two weeks. Hmm. Predator? Oh, I already said Predator like two years ago. Oh yeah, Predator was terrible for you. <laughs> I never played it. I don't have anything. To tell you the truth, uh, I don't remember. No, sorry. Good. I'll, I'll try to build up the list, Dovey. Sorry. Oh list, shit! Give me a week to do that. <laughs> like a All right, so it is. It is sorry. one p.m. and Al has to go. Uh, well, I, I can. I can do the news. Don't okay, go. let's let's run through the news real quickly. We're going to take a break and come back. We're at the news. Um, Al, thank you for mining this news at the last second like like a savior because I did nothing for this news bucket. There's so, really nothing anyway. This is not... Uh, we're going to try to go through it quickly. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Ride uh, Skateboard Controller. No, no, it's just Tony Hawk Ride. Oh. You put I played THPS, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Tony Hawk Ride. I'm not going to say that this doesn't look cool because it does look cool, but I'm not buying this. Yeah, uh, what the fuck? I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, a full-size skateboard peripheral? We have like, enough plastic stuff around the house. Thanks, and, Guitar Hero. Thanks, Activision. Activision. And Harmonix. But yeah, I... Let me... Let's let's see. Now if you miss to tell... Blah, 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 blah. Went live revealing the title platforms. The game will use the skateboard and release with that. Seeing the shadow of the peripheral will be fu- a wireless full skate, full-size skate deck. Yep. And he misspelled deck. And it will have the buttons located along one side. So I guess like if Did you try to do a grab dick? trick... <laughs> Skate dick. I suppose you're gonna have dick to like peripheral. Yeah, dick to play Clockwork Orange with the movie video game. <laughs> kill a woman. With keep your keep your eyes open and let her drop the milk into your eyes because then it poisons you. What? Um, like I guess you're gonna have to like grab, like literally grab to do a grab because you're gonna have to like reach down to hit the buttons on the side of this board. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of cool, but I just don't want to buy it. You can't do ollies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to bend down to do ollies too. But maybe, I don't know, maybe it's, like, weight-sensitive like the balance board. Yeah, it probably is. Um, Guitar Hero 5 details. Oh, this is Activision. All right, so Guitar Hero 5 is going to let you play all four of the same, instru- uh, four of the same instrument if you want, which I think is kind of cool for competitions. No, I don't even Actually, think I th- it's a competition thing. I think it's just to play the song. If everybody wants to play drums, everybody's going to play drums. So, oh man, because see, what I want to happen is that they have a head-to-head-to-head-to-head. Oh, they probably will have that too. I, I'm see, that's what, sure. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that, like, for for my purposes, like, if we went to like, it, like, if if my friend who runs the bar got Guitar Hero Five, then she could bring out four guitars, and we could shorten the the, the amount of time it takes for the tournament to to uh, to run by right. half. <clears throat> yeah, I bet that they they will have that, but um, they're also talking about. Having like four guitarists play the same part in in a band in the yeah. band play yeah definitely. and I'm like yeah, uh, I, saw that. I suppose that would be fun too because then that's like you know pro face off without the without the face off it's like yeah, co-op, it, but now yeah. everybody can play like the same instrument and so pe- two people are like I want to play drums and one person is like well I want to play on extra well, I want to play on easy and the people are like you know what both of you can play right 
So that's good for parties. That that is a that is a nice feature, and I, I'm sure that I'm sure that <coughs> Harmonix will probably release it as a patch. Hopefully, or um, patch well, Harmonix is already not doing a disc harmonies patch. in the Beatles rock band. Uh, but they're not doing harmonies in Guitar Hero Five. It's just four people singing the same right. song. Yeah, uh, that harmonies actually does sound cool. Um, It'd be nice if you know, like for Weezer songs and shit. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, next. Ooh, ooh, and take. Oh boy, this is rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody knows that Duke Nukem Forever is probably in the shits because 3D Realms went belly up, and that it's just sad. I mean, it's a joke. Like, it's easy to make fun of, and I would normally, but, like, I have a soft spot for Duke Nukem, so it's, like, it's kind of sad they have to close. In case you don't know, then you're not really on the internet, because you would know. Yeah. But, like, now now Take-Two's suing them for not completing the game. So it says here, Apogee, I don't know how to pronounce it, I never did know how to pronounce that word, continually delayed the completion date for the... Wow, okay, I gotta read this statement, because it's... Apogee continually <laughs> delayed the completion date for the Duke Nukem Forever. Apogee repeatedly assured Take-Two and the video gaming community that it was diligently working towards competing development of the PC version of the Duke Nukem Forever. I bet you they were. <laughs> this is the most horribly written... Well, not most horribly, but this is bad. Competed instead of completed in the Duke Nukem... Anyway, so... Um, it says here that Take-Two is seeking to prevent 3D Realms from revealing any more source code and assets because there's this guy out there who's been like, who's been using it as part of his portfolio. Like, you got to see some of the renders and some of the gameplay video. Um, and he's been using that as... A- and they're like, no, we don't want you to let these out anymore because you, you know, didn't finish the game. Um, uh, yeah, as a number of former 3D Realms employees uploaded concept art and demo reels to their personal blogs. Um, the content has since been removed from its original sources. Haha, <laughs> but I got to see it. Hmm. Um... But yeah, this is all about like you guys didn't deliver, and we're gonna sue you. And it sucks for them. Thoughts? Um, in the original report, Bloomberg report, though those actual like the Duke Nukem Forever and the competing development, those actually lifted straight from the article. But they also say that Duke Nukem Forever is a game in which the player quote unquote shoots enemies. Yeah, <laughs> shoots enemies. Yeah. Wait, time out. I got a I got an email in my Yahoo inbox that says from. Hyundai Notification Center, and the subject is contact Mr. Rice Cookie. Rice Cookie, as in rice cooker without the R. Uh, okay, so if that, cook. whatever. Anyway, so yeah, so um, I don't know how do, you, how do you like really quickly? How do you feel about this whole Duke Nukem thing in the first place? Like a lot of people were talking about this like two years ago, and like Jeff Gersman just like went on a rant about how like George Broussard's a joke, um, because like he was just delaying, delaying, and I mean. <laughs> We all played Duke Nukem 3D. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, where, for you guys, where does this stand in terms of, like, like, do you care? Is it relevant? Like, would you still have played it? How did, like, from the footage, if you saw any, like, is is there any regret? Or is it just, like, you know what? They waited too long and they're stupid and, like, they deserve it or what? Like, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think they completely deserve it, but I don't know if I can get behind it or not because, well, people getting their lives ruined, you know, always sucks. Uh, right. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I can see why. I mean, Take-Two gave them how much money, and they didn't even make the game. But at the same time, Take-Two, I mean, you guys kind of funded a project for how long? Right, before you decided that, like, yeah. oh, no, like, you should have, like, a few years ago, you should have been like, wait a second. You so know, it's we both stop their faults, but I can see why Take-Two is doing it. Right. Um, I, 
Yeah. Oh, I was going nah, to no, say. No, 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 go, go, go. Nah, okay. I didn't I didn't nah. think you said anything. Nah, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was going to say that I don't quite understand the logic in having a 12-year development time for a game. I mean, Two Human finally came out, but that that was also another conundrum for me. Um, right. The the whole idea of the game is being developed. When will it be ready? Then the time goes by and the game is not ready. Okay, when was it, when is it going to be ready again? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Twice on Fool once. Fool me how many times was Take Two told that this game was going to be put out on a certain day? Lord knows. But I mean, are they really that concerned with making a game that is going to sell X amount of copies that it that they couldn't release it in any form? Also, yeah. uh, because that was that post was written so amazingly, uh, you guys <laughs> just sparked me uh, the memory of Blue Dra- uh, One Up's Blue Dragon review, and I just I want you to read that for me, Austin. Uh, this was the boy. first, the very first line in the magazine. Oh, this was Fitch? Oh, God. Early on in Lost Odyssey, Final Fantasy creator sex. <laughs> he's, already really? gone. he's already gone. Really? He's already gone. Really? Really? And, like, I'm not drop na- I'm not going to, like, I-, I love most of the 1UP crew, but this, you know, sometimes the stuff that they put out is unexcusable. <laughs> Gotta read it. Inexcusable. Early on in Lost Odyssey, Final Fantasy creator Hironobu Sakaguchi, Xbox 360, <laughs> disappointingly Kitty Blue Dragon. It becomes clear that this is not the Japanese... Ro- <laughs> Dude, All really? That a, you got paid that for this? That was one sentence. And, I mean, that, I remember. Man. Where was Ryan Scott to edit this? Ryan Scott would have. I just him remember the nuts. I was taking a shit while I was reading that, and I'm pretty sure I hit myself you when wiped, I read that. You wiped your. Oh my God. You wiped your butt with the magazine page. That, <laughs> Why admit that? <laughs> anyway, because that's I, I how bad it is. That's a terrible. I do want to say that one is thing. a terrible oh. sentence. Hmm? Oh, it. I thought. I didn't know. Anyway. No, I was just saying that's a terrible um, sentence. Didn't they come out Duke with Duke. another Duke Nukem game, a side-scroller? Yeah, the Manhattan Project, and that was actually fun. Okay, that's what it was like... called. Did, did, was that a 3D Realms game? Yes. Oh, my God. They had time to make wait. that game. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I was going to say that, but it's like um, Silicon Knights was in the middle of developing Two Human, and I had time to make Eternal Darkness, and I had time to make Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, I'd rather have those games at this point. Well... But um, they were making Two Human before. They, oh yeah, because it was an N sixty four area game, PlayStation. Yeah, but still, it's like it was it was a co it was cooperative effort between Three D Realms and Sunstorm Interactive. So I don't know if that Sunstorm did most of the work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't yeah, know. I mean, I I, could, I can't understand. But plus, plus, you also got to consider this is that like they have to put something out. And they're only how how far done with with Duke Duke. I think they just like started over something. something. Right. So it's like, all right, well, they're expected to put something out, and this is a game that they could probably whip out in like five months. It's a side scroller. It's quick. So oh, you're talking about Manhattan Project. So I so I can understand why they would do it. I can understand why they would put Duke Duke Forever aside because it's like, hey, people are like like knocking down at our door. Either 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 they're they're trying to knock down our door, or they've completely forgotten that we existed. So we got to put something right, out there. but then at the same time, I mean, the, what year did Manhattan Project come out? Do you know offhand? Uh, two thousand two. Two thousand two. So if 
And this is probably at around the time I think that they probably rebooted Duke Nukem Forever for like the third time. Right, and it's 2009 now, and they said the game's been working on for 12 years, so that means that they've been working on Duke Nukem Forever since 97. So five years down the line, they're like, oh shit, we gotta come up with something. Five years later, they should have come up with goddamn Nukem Anyway, I'm just speaking on... But they didn't. (laughs) Unfortunately, they didn't. And they should have. They should have just put out the fuck they they had. But like I and like I said, I have a soft spot, and I wish that I want this. I want it to come out. I would have played it. I mean, people are like, "Oh, is it relevant today?" I was like, "I don't care if it's relevant. It's Duke Nukem. You know, it's going to be at least a little fun. You know, like a, a little guilty pleasure. They put it out for like twenty twenty five yeah. bucks. Yeah, especially like Ser- Serious Sam. Who cares? Is a guilty yeah. pleasure. It's not I'm, that right. excellent of I'm a game. For, uh, gives you that I'm rush. Up. Who cares if like the 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 gun toting wisecracking? Uh, I'm all out of bubblegum. Who cares if that's outdated? That's the whole point. Like it's. You're, it's it's just there, and I don't I don't I don't get why people are also oh it's not relevant anymore. You know I just wanted to play. It. I'm and up now for uh, now I can't. Jeff Gersman's idea uh, of they should release a game, incomplete, uh, but open source, so other people can finish it for them. Sure, <laughs> that that actually sounds awesome. It's kind of funny, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also on the developers' rest in peace list, Factor Five. I had. See, I had no idea, and, and maybe I did at the time, like in December, back when they announced it. But I forgot that they were closing down, like, or I, I, I forgot about the rumors. And uh, I, I, here's the thing: what have they really put out? They put out the N64 Rogue Squadron game, right, mm-hmm. or, or Rogue Leader, or whatever they call it. Then they put out the GameCube one. Mm-hmm. Then they put out Lair. They put out the other and GameCube I, one too. The other GameCube one, and then they put out. They, they also were responsible for the Turrican games way back when. Okay. Or no. I think I don't know, but it's like I guess they like Blizzard. I think I think they felt like they had to rely on. I I just put in factor sixty five into Wikipedia. <laughs> um, I feel like they they were trying to rely on like core titles, like those. Oh, they actually they have a big back catalog. Well, so did Blizzard. I don't know. I just these days I felt like whenever you heard Factor Five, you thought it was going to be a big project because they rarely make shit, and then right. now they're closing, and it's like. Is, can everybody really be Blizzard? No. no. You can't sit there and think that you're Blizzard and be like, I'm only going to release one game every three, four, five years, and we're going to make money. Right, especially if the last game you made wasn't really all that great for a console that didn't have that much distribution at the time. Lair. That's that, that, that's a good point. I didn't even think about the distribution. Um, Thornado never released. Um, <laughs> I'd would buy you buy a game called name. Thornado? I would, just because nobody else would. <laughs> well, that was supposed to be like a like a like an action RPG game that they were like touting, and I was actually excited for it at the time. But um, oh, it was supposed to be a Turrican spinoff. Oh, that's why. But yeah, they're dead. So sad. Sorry. The company name is still alive, apparently. Oh, I wonder how that works. Um, um well, they Factor- explain it here. They say uh, Factor Five. I forget what the GmbH stands for. It's some. It's like a German rated type of thing in Germany. Germany. Uh, which has been creating games since 1998 with its headquarters in Cologne, Germany, is completely unrelated to Factor 5 Inc., which I guess is American, uh, and the circumstances surrounding Factor 5 Inc.'s recent challenges. Although we are saddened by a Factor 5 Inc. situation, our corporation will remain unaffected by these developments and has partnered with both old and new friends in the industry who will reveal our upcoming projects over the next months. Mm, so I guess the German company says, Dave Perry's going to buy it. Dave Perry's gonna buy Factor Five and turn it into an online service, like the claim. <laughs> Here's another shitter story. Uh, Excite Bot sold a lot. A whole if lot. You're ta- of if super you're talking sandwiches. about a nine thousand dollar game, 
that is, but this is not a $9,000 game. This is a $40 game that sold 13,000 copies. Yeah. People learned. People learned, but they didn't even advertise this. Or, I didn't see it's any ads because, for this. From what I've seen, Excitebox actually looks... It looks like a lot of fun. I hated Excite yeah. Truck. But this is more about poker, which is awesome, and then sandwiches, which are also awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I want to play it. Which I, I would consider buying, but... Uh, you know what? I'm going to go to the store, uh, and I'm going to trade in 2Human for this. I thought you traded 2Human already. Not yet. Oh. Uh, maybe I did. I don't know. Well, don't I, trade I, in any game. That shows, that shows how, how, how much I don't care about 2Human that I want to trade it in. I wouldn't <laughs> trade it in, but I, I've got such a short patience span. I don't want for it to sell on eBay. I don't want to uh, wait. Okay. At this point, so I just want to get Excitebots. But yeah, like 13,000. Did Nintendo advertise this at all? Have you seen any ads for this? Yep. Have you, like, when the game was, like, announced, it was, like, literally, like, a month or less before it came out. I had no idea it existed until, like, it came out practically. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is stupid. No, it's not, actually. It's cool. And, like, they've been doing that. They've been shortening. They've been doing the Apple version of, like, we're going to announce it right on the spot. Mm-hmm. Which it just to me that doesn't work for this because they don't have a big like uh, Apple Con or whatever Apple Apple X Apple World. What do they call those? You what a convention? The Apple convention. I don't know. They call it something. It, I forgot. I, I don't. <laughs> Apple the Con. Apple Core. Read the next news story while I look for it. <laughs> uh, Nintendo and Wii Fit are on top of the MPDs for the month of April. Uh, Wii Fit sold four hundred seventy-one thousand units. God damn. Uh, Pokemon Platinum, 433,000. Mario Kart Wii, 210,000. And we play our favorites with 170,000. And finally, we get a game from a non-Nintendo console, which is The Godfather 2, Xbox 360, with 155,000. Resident Evil 5, 360. <coughs> Macworld, that's what it was. Macworld. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I thought Macworld was a, uh, what you call it? A magazine. I guess they have a convention. Called Macworld, I think, yeah. They do have a they do have a magazine called Macworld too though. But go ahead, sorry. Alright. Uh seven is New Super Mario Brothers for DS, one nineteen thousand. I know people still buying that. Uh <laughs> eight is Mario Kart DS, which is hundred and twelve. Guitar Hero Aerosmith, three sixty. It's all hundred and ten, oh. probably because of the sale. The uh, sale where you get an extra guitar for like twenty bucks. Yeah, that's not yeah. that sounds and a lot like at- We Play, which is still number four, god damn it. <laughs> I think there was another sale too of uh, Guitar Hero Smith, where you get like a free Guitar Hero Guitar Hero Aerosmith when you purchase Guitar Hero Metallica. But um, wonder I guess because of that deal and the guitar deal, that Aerosmith actually sold more than Metallica, and the price drop. I think it dropped to like to five bucks. And then Godfather Two PS3 is in tenth with ninety one thousand units. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is that? One, two, three, four, five, six out of the ten titles on the list are from Nintendo. And they're also old. From Nintendo directly, old. even. Not even third-party Nintendo games. And they're old. And they're old. Except for Pokemon Platinum. Eh, that's old. Well, Pokemon Platinum just came out like two months ago. That's old. I, I'm, I'm saying cynically, that's old. Because oh. it's Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Pretty much. So, so. Oh, speaking of Nintendo, this is a nice little... Oh, God. It's crazy. I can't stand oh. this picture. She's so Vagual. nasty. Oh my god. <laughs> she's so she's such, Oh my god, she's so disgusting. That's gonna be the official battle gear of Vajwar One. Well, sum up this for us since you found it and you you have the hair of knowledge. Fine. Um Fine. basically I'm just gonna read the article because it's a uh, great summary of what uh, it is. 
Nintendo can't win, can it? Oh, well, let me give the credit where the credit's Nintendo due, just in case I slip up on something. Win. It's by uh, Brian Ashcraft of Kotaku. Does Title he spell is... right this time? I don't know, that's why I'm crying. <laughs> Let's find uh, out. Nintendo, we can't satisfy you and you enjoy it. That's the uh, name of the article. Nintendo can't win, can it? Put out games to expand the audience and the core gamers are upset. Put out core games and core gamers want more. According to Nintendo's Denise Kegler, the moment that core gamers are satisfied, players will become disinterested in the company. So Nintendo cannot satisfy oh gamers, and gamers should enjoy not getting what they want. It's a quote-unquote fun relationship. So she says, I will give you that hardcore gamers have an insatiable appetite for everything Nintendo. And we love that. We love that. When we get to a point where core gamers say, Okay, Nintendo, enough. We don't need any more games from you guys. What the f- None of us wants to be put in that position, right? We don't want your appetite to ever be satisfied because when we satisfy you it's time for us to go that's her dusting off her hands okay let's go on home now and none of us wants to go home so there's this sort of fun relationship i think that's been happen that's happening between nintendo and the hardcore gamer which we enjoy and hope that the core gamer enjoys it and then the snark about uh snm and this is uh, and, and this is my gut reaction, and I know people are going to jump down my throat for this because there are probably some pieces here that I'm missing. But do you remember when Kazurai said, we don't make an easy-to-program-for-machine because what are you going to do for the next 10 years? Mm-hmm. This is that. Yeah, it is that. Whoever you are, Denise Kegler, stop it. Stop it right now because you're making zero sense. It is not about we give you enough and you will go away. It is about when you treat your customers the correct way, they will be looking forward to what next things you have to give to us. Exactly. This is the most retarded thing I've ever heard, and it's really stupid. I don't know how you – this is the worst kind of spin Like since that Kasurai quote. It's like, are you kidding me? No. You don't give us few games to keep our appetites wet. You'd give us few games because you don't really give a shit, and you're making money on the other side, which is fine. But don't tell us that if you give us what we need, we're going to go away. Giving us what we want keeps us there. Right. Games are not food. Like if I go to a restaurant that gives me what I like, I'm going to keep going back to it. Well, you won't go back to it the same night, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> but you wouldn't eat dinners three times in the same night unless you're Dave, who is like five pounds big but has a huge metabolism. <laughs> which, no, but like, like I would go to it every night if I really liked it. True, true. And but I, what if um, they only had the same like type of things? Like if it was a seafood restaurant, all they sold was just like, Seafood. You like seafood, but they didn't have that many things on the menu. But you went there and ate everything on the menu. Would you still go back and eat everything on the menu again? Them not having that many items on the menu is like Nintendo not giving us enough core games. Well, all right. What if they? Never mind. There's no. There's no analogy I can do because it basically it's gonna explain Nintendo. What if they didn't have that much stuff on the menu? But they had something <laughs> on the menu like every two months. Yeah. Well, that's what Nintendo does. They give us a new good game. I know. Every I know two that years. was a weak. That was a. That was a weak metaphor for me to make. But the point was just that like you don't drive people away by satisfying them. Right. Exactly. That that happens them with to yeah. you. Yeah. Nintendo. Satisfying. That happens with things that are commodities. Games are not commodities because they're all different. When you give. When when I'm satisfied with your television. I'm going to go away because a television is a television, but a movie is not the same as another movie. A game is not the same as the next game. So when you keep on feeding us different experiences that are awesome, we will come back. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're, you know, you know what I mean? It's like this fridge is great. I'm going to buy another one. No, of course you're not <laughs> because you use that fridge forever or as long as it works. 
but a game is going to be over in 20 hours, and you'll want something new. So give us something new and not Rosie O'Donnell, because that's gross. I was going to say that. Maybe not another Zelda either. Yeah. Maybe not what? Not another Zelda either. Yep. Oh yeah, I was true. Say Nintendo. Is well, that's like... okay because uh, before you go, yeah, before we go, on, I was just say that's kind of okay because they only they, they take like years and years to make well, yeah. Zelda's, but that's well, what I'm. I see what your point is. Like, I see what your point is. Give us the same kind of game, which is basically like right. selling us TVs. Yeah, I see what you mean. As long as so so Nintendo's sorry, like the McDonald's menu, it's like the breakfast is probably the only thing worth eating, and only some of it, and everything else is shit. <laughs> Super Value, we play with the free side of we yeah. We play ten dollar game. Okay, let's go on home now. Yeah, it sounds like we should wrap it up. Let's go home. Yes. Because we're actually in a fork. Oh, wait, we all are home. Stick it in a fork, right? Uh, Stick a fork in it. Stick stick the home in a fork. (laughs) Stick a... Uh-oh. Al, where where, where do you play Guitar Hair? I don't. Where would you? If I would, it would be at xlm2k.blogspot.com, but... XLM2k. But um, I also have a Facebook page now. Not that it really matters, but I do. Uh, oh, Facebook beat. <laughs> just keep going until you float away. All right, bye. And then you're just gone. <laughs> and the voice gets higher and higher and fainter. All right, Pete. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye. Okay, Slunks, where can we find Giant you? Giantbum.com slash profile slash Slunks. Also, I just uh, I just booted up a... Uh, I booted up. I, I, I uploaded... A uh, video about Adam Sessler's rage on Final Fantasy Seven. It's pretty interesting. Give it a read. Give it a look. What's his? What's like? Sum it up in like a sentence. Adam Sessler. To what he says. Criticizes a game in retrospect that came out twelve years ago. Wow. And, and punishes was, it. But I mean, like, what did he have to say about it? What was the most like telling? The thing music he had to say about sucks. It? Because it's MIDI format. Hello! You can use MP3s now. Wait, yes. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. I'm a big fan of Adam Sessler, <laughs> and I, really I was hoping, him, but man, he was off the mark on this one. I was hoping for something better. I mean, FF7 has a lot worse yep. problems. And he than criticizes music, the story, so. of course, but that's fine. I mean, that that's a... That's that, a, that is legitimate. That's a that is love it or hate it story. That story is... And yeah, I can understand mm-hmm. why, Bethways. A lot of people love it. Well, I could still, I, I, I still like it, right. but it has problems. Like, you, it, objectively yep. speaking, there are problems, you know, and and I will overlook them, but it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Soul Stream is better than the live stream. Yeah, right, Al. Yeah, uh, except <laughs> when we play live. Yeah. Um. All right, and so that's where you can find Slunks. As for me, you can always find me on the site, and I'm on Gamespot, Gamespot slash Gamespot.com slash user slash. Also, you know where to find me. I'll have a Mirror's Edge <laughs> review up sometimes. When I beat it. Dude, where'd you get Mirror's Edge for ten dollars? Target or your friend? Target. He said Target. Uh, is it still? Maybe. I don't know. It was only on Friday, so maybe. But yeah, I'll. Is that PC? Are you, are you getting, are you getting paid for that review, or do you want us to post it? Because I'd like to post it. I'll just put it up, and yeah, you can post it if you'd like. (laughs) (laughs) As long as I don't know. Can I? Okay. Bye. 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 All right. So for for Slunk. Oh, (laughs) seventeen. No, seventeen. For Antipode. Vad War 2, The Revenge. Oh, God! <laughs> the relicking. I could feel the hairs on I've that. I've been your host. <laughs> oh, Chupon Austin. Hi, Austin.
I know you can hear this in the recording right now. I'm going to end it. And start scissoring you. <laughs>